Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. This week, I'm calling this, we're talking about what I'm not saying. In other words, there are things that, that we've been talking about that if you just take what we've said so far, you can take it to places that the Word of God doesn't agree with. Now, what we've shared, I do believe with all my heart, is truth, but we need to understand the boundaries. Now, what we're getting into uh, yesterday and today is how the Scripture shows us that there are uh, certain things that are going to be. Now, with that, we looked at this uh, parable in Matthew 25, 31. We're just reading through 33. Uh, we've alluded to some of the rest of it. But just a, a quick analogy. God sets boundaries on everything. Uh, all of creation, God sets boundaries. And in this, truths have boundaries, if you would. Um, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. God gave Jesus for the whole world. But that has a boundary. You have to believe on him. It's not just he gave him, it's all done. You have to believe on him. There's a parameter to that, from that. And um, every truth has, in a sense, a, a boundary, a perimeter uh, that you don't cross from that. Now, with this, we've been talking about how the Lord's Prayer says, you know, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It is part of our responsibility as believers to work to that end. We are to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. If you would, another way of putting that would be more uh, in more of a common expression. We're to seek to advance God's reign in the earth and the things that he approves. That's his righteousness, what he approves, what's, what he's good with. We're to seek to advance those. That's our responsibility. But some people go, well, you know, we're going to do this and we're going to take over the world. Uh, no, no, no. That's not, that's not in the scope of things. That's not what we are saying from this. So let's go ahead and read Matthew 25, 31 through 33. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the holy angels with Him, then He will sit on the throne of His glory. That's the second advent. That's when He comes and, if you would, sits on the throne of David in Jerusalem. Verse 32, all the nations will be gathered before him. Not all the people of the nations, but if you would, um, by implication, all the leaders of the nations, much like a United Nations gathering. You can't get all the people in Jerusalem, but you could get all the leaders. All the nations will be gathered before him. He will separate them one from another. As a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats, He's going to separate them. Sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Now, the criteria for sheep and goats is how they treat his brethren. 
And this is a judgment of nations, not individuals. What are the national policies? Does the national policy favor Israel? Does the national policy favor the church? Or does the national policy disfavor Israel? Does it disfavor the church? That is the criteria for the separation of nations into sheep nations, into goat nations. Now, with this, uh, our nation, the United States of America, since its inception, I would say has been a sheep nation. It has been favorable to the church. It has been favorable to Israel since it came into existence. Our nation has been a sheep nation. But unfortunately, it seems like more and more leaders are getting elected that qualify as GOAT leaders. They disfavor Israel and they disfavor the church. Now, the question that I'm going to ask today on all of this is, do we just give up? Do we just give up? Because see, one of the things I hear when, when I talk to people sometimes, well, you know, the end's coming and, and the Bible tells us everything's going to get worse and worse, so why bother with that? Well, you see, the phrase, preach the word, instant in season and out of season, that phrase, as far as being instant, uh, really comes from the military, the, the Greek military. And it basically means maintain your post. Stay on your assignment. In season, out of season. Stay on your post. Just because the weather changes, just because the way views change, you do not change your assignment. You stay put. You stay doing what you are called by God to do. You man your post. You keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be advancing the will of God in the earth. In season, out of season. Whether it's ripe and people are receiving it, or whether it's kind of frigid out there, there's not a warm response. Either way, we stay at our post. We stay at our post. That's what God tells us to do. You know, and the other is really, uh, for, for lack of a better phrase, uh, then if, if I just choose to give up, then how committed to God am I anyway? I mean, it gets a little difficult. I throw in the towel and say, oh, you know, uh, let the world go to hell. I'm not going to do anything because oh, God said it's going to get worse. You know, one of the surest ways for it to get worse is for me to do nothing. <laughs> so I'm fulfilling prophecy. Uh, no, uh, that, that's not our assignment. That's not our post. Because, you see, here is the thing. When Jesus comes back, even though all the scriptures identify that evil men will wax worse and worse. And we're seeing it. Evil will abound. The love of many. It did not say the love of all. The love of many will wax cold. 
see, the bottom line, so often Christians use things that the Bible says about the end times as an excuse to do nothing. I'll say that again. <laughs> Christians use the things that the Bible says about the end times as an excuse to do nothing, to hide their lamp under a bushel, to, to not bother with it. Well, you know, again, the world is, is just getting worse and worse, and you know, I'm going to stay in the house. No, we're called to go out and to compel them to come. We're called to seek to advance the kingdom of God. We have been given a ministry of reconciliation. Be reconciled to God. The baseline of that is as an individual, be reconciled to God, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but then you're not done. You're not done just because you got someone saved. Everything about life, God has something to say about everything. And we seek to bring that reconciliation with God across the board. We work to that end. So again, uh, if you would, somebody who says, yeah, we just give up because, you know, the world's going to pot anyway. In other words, you would be like the steward in the parable of the talents that God gave you a talent and you just buried it. I'm not going to do anything with it. The Lord, if you would, here's the reality of it. The Lord gave me my life and I'm going to give my life back to him. And I'm not going to try to create any increase. He gave me my life, I'm giving it back. Well, bless, as, as we say in the South, bless your darling heart. <laughs> Uh, look at uh, the master's response to the one that buried it. He didn't say, well, at least you gave me what I gave you back. You know, thank you for that. No, he didn't say that. He looked at him and said, you wicked and slothful servant. Should at least put it out to the, to the exchangers. So that, in other words, you should have at least put it in a CD so I could get interest. I, I gave you that so that you could produce more. What more are we producing? See, if we choose to give up, we are burying our talents. If we choose to say, well, the world's going to get bad. Look at it. People are getting worse and worse. I'm, you know, I'm not going to try to make our nation a sheep nation. You're burying what God gave you in the ground. And let's just say he won't be too happy with that. I'll, that's, but that's between you and God. But I, I'll just tell you right now, he won't be happy with that. So if there are sheep nations, when Jesus actually comes and sets foot back on this earth, that means that the possibility exists that America could be one of those sheep nations. Now, like I said, there, there's more people getting elected that are goat leaders. They don't support Israel. They, they're trying to do everything they can to undermine and, and limit the church. There's more of those people getting elected in our country today. But 
here again is the thing. Do we work for America to become a sheep nation or remain a sheep nation, or do we just let it run its course and get worse? And again, that comes down to what you do with what God has given you. Do you bury it in the ground, or do you make the attempt to make it better? See, with this, I cannot guarantee you that if, if we do the things I'm talking about, that from the Word of God, you know, if we function as the ecclesia. Now, personally, I think there's a promise in there. The gates of hell will not prevail against the ecclesia. Jesus said that. So I think there's a very strong promise that if we'll take our place, we'll be a sheep nation. But if we don't take our place, we're going to wind up as a goat nation. And it doesn't come down to what evil people are doing. It comes down to what the church is doing. It comes down to what the ecclesia is doing. As has been said many times, the only thing necessary for evil to prevail is for good people to do nothing. Bury what God has given you in the ground, and America will become a goat nation. That's just a reality. And again, you know, I don't control what everyone does. But to quote uh, Joshua, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will seek to make America a sheep nation. God bless you. See you. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook on our Ray Eppard pages. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. To everything, there is a season, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 312. Augustus Seed is an independent, family-owned and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augustus Seed online at AugustusSeed.com.